Welcome everybody to the Wiregrass High School Football Report brought to you by the radio people. I am your host, Philip Jordan, the in-studio host and producer for Dustin Woods Football on 96.9, The Legend. Got a fun show for you guys today, and I know the show's a little bit later in the week than what you're used to. Usually, the podcast drops on Monday, a little later in the week here on Thursday. Hope everybody has been having a fantastic week so far on the show today i'll be joined by john johnson the sports editor of the dozen eagle we'll talk about his takeaways the first few weeks of high school football season here in the wiregrass we'll talk some providence christian eagles we'll talk dothan and enterprise and some other fun stuff when it relates to high school football here in the wiregrass but before i bring john on let you guys know you can find me in the podcast you can follow me on all your favorite social media platforms at P. Jordan SEC. You can find a podcast on Apple Podcasts and the Google Play Store. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, rate, and review. Really means a lot if you would do that. And if you leave a review, I will read it on a future edition of the show. And you can also find a podcast on the 95.5 WTVY, 96.9 The Legend, and 106.7 KMX websites and apps. Let's go download those apps. Podcasts are very easy to find. Once you Upload the app. It's right there at the bottom of the screen. Pick which podcast you'll listen to. This one and many other great shows with the radio people. If you have a question for the show or something you want me to talk about or maybe a guest idea, coach, or anything like that, you, know, you can always hit me up at sportstalkphilipjordan at gmail.com. Everybody joining me this week on the Wiregrass High School Football Report. I'm joined by John Johnson, the Dothan Eagle Sports Editor. And uh, John, uh, as always, always I have fun uh, when I have you on any any podcast I do. But I do appreciate you taking the time this week to come on the show. Absolutely, Philip. It's always good to be with you as well. Yeah, it's uh, uh it's it's interesting, obviously, with everything going on. Uh, just uh, I guess these last several months for someone, you know at the newspaper at the dothan eagle uh doing sports with everything kind of being the way it is how how challenging has it been for you it's been challenging but i tell you now that high school season's kicked off and it looks like we may have some college football coming up pretty soon uh it, it's getting busy for us again we had uh you know a couple of months of really you know you needed to search for stories and things to write about because there just wasn't a whole lot going on but we're about getting back in the groove and this is always a real busy time for us but an exciting time and a time that we really enjoy at the Dothan Eagle. Yeah, I, I was a, uh, I was like, we just get started, we should be good. That's kind of was always my feeling with uh, any any level of sports or football. Once you get started, and you kind of you you really feel good about where it's going. And we are two weeks into the high school football season. You know, just overall, no, it's kind of a vague question, but uh, what have been your overall takeaways from you know the season so far here in the Wiregrass? Well, one of the teams that's really impressive to me as you follow. Uh, the fact that they knocked off Central Phoenix City last Friday night, they're 2-0, and and it looks like they're going to have a chance to be really special this year. Um, Elba continues to play well, it seems like, just year after year. They got a big win last Friday night against Op, who's another team that's really impressive to me. They've got a great quarterback in uh, Hal Smithart, and that was a, a rock and roll game there. Elba wins at 26-21, and those are two teams to keep an eye on. Um, I've been impressed with uh, Rehoboth, and I know you, you want to talk about them a little bit, but um, Peyton Harrison comes in there as their new coach, and they just keep on rolling from what they did last year, and that's really impressive to me. Uh looks like Providence is going to have another solid team. So there's a lot of uh, interesting storylines right now to start the season, and uh, 
I'm looking forward to as we go into week three. Yeah, you know, you bring up Rehoboth, and that's the team. Last year, that was a team that I was very impressed by because I remember going into last season, that was a team riding a 16-game losing streak. Uh, they were 0-10 in 2018 with Donnie Gillen coming in and turn around. They go 7-3 last year, and last season, defensively, that was a really good team. I remember, you know, keeping up with the scores during the scoreboard update during the Dothan games. Teams didn't score a lot of points on Rehoboth. They were usually low-scoring games, and they were pretty much in every game. And then you look at this year, they shut out Providence, open up season 18-0. Then they beat Ashford last week 38-0. That defense has pretty much picked up where they left off last season. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. You know, Donnie Gillen, you know, turns everything around last year, and then he decides to step away from, from football as far as the head coach, and it was just a personal decision. He was just ready to, to move on from it. But I think what's really encouraging for that program is they were able to bring in Pate Harrison, who has a, a great track record as a coach, and X is a nose coach. He's real big in the weight room, which Donnie was big with that as well. And I think it's showing with the way the defense is playing. Uh, obviously, they're going to be very good on that side of the football. And if they can just score some points, you know, they're going to be hard to beat this year. And that's, it's quite a story because they had struggled for years in Class 5A. And it's good to see them really turn in that corner and hopefully keep the momentum going. Yeah, because it seems like when they were still 4A, they were one of – they were, you know tr- – you know, consistently a playoff team when they were in 4A, but that that 5A bump up that seemed like that had been uh, the transition had been I don't want to say a struggle, but they they had had some um, some difficulties. You know, when you know they hadn't been winning a lot, but seeing them do that, and I do believe that that's a good fan base over there at Rehoboth too. So it's always good to see see that turn around. It's it's a shame not all of them can win, every team can win, uh, but I think you know it's good to see what they're doing uh, going forward. Uh, there, especially like I said defensively just super impressed and like you said with Pay Harrison it does seem like too offensively they have uh hear some comments from him it's all about being physical on that side of the ball too yeah absolutely and they got some great facilities there and uh you know it it, just, it is good to see a team like that finally you know get on the winning side of it because it has been tough for them in 5a but i think they've got a lot more players out even this year than they, than they did last year so it looks like a program that's starting to build Oh, now, uh, this past week, other uh, doesn't you had an interesting uh, piece there where you uh, talked with a uh, Providence head coach Kenny Keith, and I mean you were talking off air. I, I had actually not even realized he was not on the sidelines in his whole situation there, where he was not coaching on the sidelines due to family members uh, with COVID, and just a, an all around interesting story. Of course, he will be returning to the sidelines uh, this Friday night. Yeah, you know, ten I guess ten years ago, however many years ago. Uh, you couldn't have done what he's done over the last two weeks as far as having Zoom meetings with his players. He was able to FaceTime um, with an assistant coach on Friday nights, and they would actually set up a, a tripod and show the game. To He was able to watch the game and actually communicate with coaches in the press box by calling on his cell phone. You know, he's sitting in his living room at home or wherever he was, watching these games at Rehoboth the first week, and then uh, there was a home game at Providence last Friday night against Northside, and he was able to actually contribute during the game, even though he wasn't there. And during the course of the week, um, when they were going over film work, uh, they set up Zoom, a Zoom meeting with the players, so he was able to communicate with them then. So, you know, this this high-tech world that we live in now, you can do things even when you're away from your job. Heck, we learned that when we were – uh, not able to go to the Dothan Eagle to work. You know, I work like three months from home 
uh, during the spring when all the COVID stuff was first hitting. So, you know, it's a whole different world. And, and the fact that he was able to continue to contribute to the team while he was away is, is really a testament of what we can do these days. But I know he's glad to be back on the field. There's nothing like being with your, your players. Thank goodness he, he tested negative and, and they didn't have to, you know, had he tested positive, the program, I'm sure, would have had to go into quarantine for a couple of weeks. And that's the kind of thing we're going to be dealing with all season. Uh, you know, it could pop up at any time with any team. Yeah, absolutely, because, I mean, we're going to talk about it a little bit. I mean, Dothan's going to play their first game Friday night. They play Enterprise. New Brockton's going to finally uh, get be on the field as well. So, And that's the interesting thing. We still have teams in the area that have not taken the field yet, and then there's that that transition for them because then you're, when you're playing a team that has played, that's an interesting situation for these coaches going into that. Yeah, and you're talking about a Dothan team, Philip, that you know not only hasn't played, but they couldn't practice for two mm-hmm. weeks. And so I think they just got back on the field Monday, and you got to wonder how much that's going to hurt in their preparation work. And I'm not talking about really towards enterprise. You know, you prepare for enterprise this week like you would any opponent on game week. But just the physical, you know, uh, physical nature of it, uh, you know, will they be dragging in the third and fourth quarter because they haven't been out there as much as the other teams, or will it matter at all? I don't know. But it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, you know, and with that game too. I mean, you was you could look at it side. Well, Dothan's at a disadvantage in a way because they haven't played. Enterprise has, but then on the other side, uh, Enterprise hasn't seen Dothan play. I mean, yeah, you can go off last year film. I mean, where Dothan won forty-seven to nine, but at the same time, Dothan's a different, going to be a different team. New players, you know, new quarterback, all different, you know, new players in there. So it's also kind of it's going to be an interesting, I think, filling out process for both those teams to start the game Friday night. Yeah, and you make a good point uh, about Enterprise not having any film work on Dothan, and this is going to be a different-looking offense. Uh, besides having a new starting quarterback in Bauer Sharp, who was a backup last year, and he's got plenty of ability, but they also have a new offensive coordinator in J.D. Atkins, who, was, if I'm not mistaken, he was the offensive line coach mm-hmm. last year. And so I think you're going to see a different-looking Dothan team. Uh, Bauer Sharp's a, a different-type quarterback than what they had last year. He's really a... Uh, He's a strong passer. He's got a strong arm, uh, but he's very physical as well. And, and he's not a fast, maybe not a fast runner, but he can certainly move the ball on the ground uh, with his strength. And uh, I think with Jalen White at, at running back, and with it being the first game, I think you're going to see them uh, keep the ball on the ground a lot against Enterprise because this is a this is a game that's going to present two very explosive offenses potentially. And I don't know if if Dawson really wants to get in a track race with Enterprise because they've got the horses that can really get up and down the field in a hurry. Yeah, it, it is interesting with both of them, the different styles. You talk about Bauer Sharp. I remember when he was still at Northside Methodist, I got to, as a photographer, got to shoot their uh, – summer spring game they did down in florida and I, I think that was right before he transferred over to dothan but uh they, they put him on some keep plays and and he is a physical runner so he's somebody that he may not run around you but he could very well run right through you so that's one thing that's going to be different too when you look at the dothan offense but uh with dothan's offense and enterprise offense is it's kind of different you know dothan wants to it's what you see a lot of now in high school college i mean even nfl now it's a spread it out run and throw with enterprise it's kind of it's kind of more of an old school approach with the way they like to run the ball yeah, they got a quarterback that can really motor. Uh, Quentin Hayes is really quick, 
and he can make a lot of things happen with his feet. And Josh McCray is a really good running back. I mean, Enterprise can get they can get up and down the field in a hurry. Now they also give up some points, and uh, and and I really don't know what kind of defense Dothan's going to have either. So I, I do think it could be a high scoring game on Friday night. Uh, I think for Dothan to have a success, though, they're going to really have to establish the run and maybe, you know, chew up some time off that clock. Um, you know, you look at last year's score, and I think we can just throw that out. Uh, Dothan had a great game, Enterprise not so much. I think this is a very even contest, and now they're in the same region, same class, so it, it means even a lot more on, uh, coming up Friday night. You know, when you look at 7A Region 2, I mean, there's a lot of good teams, a lot of playoff teams from last year. You mentioned Citron Phoenix City. I mean, they're 0-2 right now, losing to Hoover, and you follow, but you would fill out that team uh, with Pat Nix, their head coach. You know, they're going to turn that around. They're going to be a contender for the playoffs, and you got Auburn, Prattville, you know, Dothan Enterprise, of course. I mean, it feels like there's going to be a good team in this region not make the playoffs if those teams you know stay consistent with where they were last season and that that what makes this game Friday night it's not just a rivalry game here in the Wiregrass but it's a it could be a very pivotal game in the region right and as you go down the, the list of those teams in that region it kind of it kind of feels like SEC football it does it does, like, it does. <laughs> but you can't have a night off and every game is going to be important and uh this is this is a huge one because I think uh you know the the, the teams you're mentioning, look, Central Phoenix City is going to be there. And I think, you know, you're looking at every time you go out, this game could determine whether we make the playoffs or not. And, look, first game of the year for Dothan, uh, second one for Enterprise, and this, this is a huge, huge game for both of them, I really believe. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting one. And you, know, and you talk about the Dothan defense. That was something last year. I was very impressed. Dothan's offense all year. I remember even reading last year in the preview into Dothan Eagle that Coach Minigrider talked about how he felt last season the defense would take a little bit longer to get adjusted than the offense did. First half of the year, they were they gave up a lot of points, but the second half of the year that defense did really pick up and played a lot better. Second half of the year, Dothan only gave up a little under 16 points a game. First half, they're giving up 37 points per game. So that's something I'm kind of intrigued with this Dothan team. If they can kind of continue some of their defensive momentum from last year and still have the explosive offense, this should be a really, really good team. Yeah, and you got two teams that got really good veteran coaches too, and they're going to be prepared. That's one of the things I was really impressed with Dothan last year with Smitty Grider, even going back to their spring game against Hoover. Man, they just they were on the same page as far as the assistant coaches, the head coach, and they really worked well together. And I know Rick Darlington at Enterprise is the same way. Uh, you know, these teams are going to be prepared. You're going to see good football. And look, if you can get in Friday night, I wish there wasn't a ticket restraint because I think this thing could be filled if, if you know, if it wasn't for COVID-19. But if you can get in there, I think it's going to be an outstanding game to watch. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. If you could get a full house and rip you Friday night, that would probably be a pretty hot crowd because it wouldn't be as much just the Dothan crowd. It would be a good bit of enterprise, too. So that would be in a interesting way. Uh, for me, sitting at the radio studio, where we got a crowd mic and everything, if they both had full allotment of fans in there, I probably couldn't tell if it was the Dothan or the enterprise fans uh, the way it would be if they could get everybody in there. Yeah, and I think, really, I think this is kind of a coin toss game. I really do. I mean, I like I said, I don't look at last year's score at all. I think it's going to be a good one, and I, I think it could be one that goes down to the wire. Yeah, you know, you know, when you're talking about last year's game, it was close at halftime. 
I think it was just like yeah. a three or four point game. Uh, but then Dothan ran away with it there in the second half. So, I mean, Enterprise, they know from what they did in the first half, they can, they can play in this game. So you're right. They, that score. And sometimes I think when you see a, a score like that, if you just look at the score, that's misleading anyways. If you, you know, you need to look maybe deeper into the game. And if you look at that from last year, it was close for a half. So, uh, it's going to be fun with these two playing each other. And like I said, rivalry game, region game. It's going to be, uh, a whole lot of fun. I can't wait, uh, to be in the radio studio and it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I hope, and I hope it's a great game for both teams. Uh, but I, you know, as I you know, kind of close things up here with you. When you look at the rest of the Wiregrass, are there any other games you could think of for this Friday? You think that people should be keeping around? I think an interesting game is Providence at Wicksburg. Uh, Wicksburg is, uh, you know, they won their first game at Headland, and then they lost a close one to Geneva County. And of course, Geneva County has Emmanuel Henderson, the running back that mm-hmm. everybody around the country is after, really. And they played them tight, and so. Providence, of course, had their way with Northside Methodist uh, Friday night, and uh, but uh, and that was coming off a loss at Rehoboth to open the season. I think that's a real intriguing game. I think that's one that will be uh, a close game, and, and I think we'll find out a lot about Wicksburg on Friday night if, if they're a team that's you know really going to turn the corner again. They had a tough year last year, but I think they're going to be tougher this year, and and I'm I'm interested in seeing how that one turns out. I think Dale County at Ashford is a game I'm interested in because both of those programs are, uh, you know, we don't know much about either one of them. And so I'm just intrigued at, with that matchup. Um, I can't really think of others on the list. I think Houston Academy plays at Delville. That's a game that I don't think Delville scored a touchdown or a point this year. They've had two losses where they were pretty much hammered. And uh, Houston Academy was beat real bad by Bayside Friday night. So I'm wanting to see uh, between those two teams who who kind of comes out on top with that one and maybe gets a little momentum after uh, you know three weeks into the season. So you know every Friday night there's some there's some interesting matchups and and some of them involve teams that really don't have good records, but you want to see if they're ready to kind of dig out of the hole a little bit. Yeah, you know, you just mentioned Geneva County, and I guess I'll close on this too. Their score against Wittsburg winning nineteen to fifteen. You know, last year with Geneva County, you saw a lot of high scoring. I gotta wonder because I know I had him on this show, and I've seen him in other, you know, in Dustin Eagle, uh, Jim Bob Stripling talk about how he was really with the defense. Thought the defense was going to be good. That had to be a positive sign for him and that program uh, with the defense performance they had last week. Yeah, absolutely. That that caught my attention too, Philip. That the fact that they're I think last year maybe they gave up in the high thirties every game. And, and the fact that they really put an emphasis on this during this preseason as far as being better defensively. And uh and I think it you know, if you've got a, a just a you know, a, a marginal defense or a little above average defense. When you got a runner like Emmanuel Henderson, you know Geneva County's going to put some points on the scoreboard. If they can just hang in there defensively, they could have a special season. I know Jim Bob was really excited about this year. You know, he certainly didn't want to see it shut down because of COVID because he feels like this is this is a team that can be really something special this year. And uh, it will be interesting to see how it plays out for them for sure. 
Yeah, I got that vibe from him as well when he was on the show a few weeks ago. So that was something that stuck out to me when I saw that score. So I'm sure he was he was very happy with the defense performance in that one because he was excited about the defense when I talked to him and as when I've read his comments, Dustin Eagle and other places as well. Uh, but uh, anyways, John, uh, that that was the last thing I, I kind of threw it out and I'll add you out of nowhere uh, with the Geneva County one. But uh, I do appreciate you coming on the show this week. It's always fun talking uh, any form of football, high school, college, whatever uh, with you when you come on any of my shows uh, anyways if the uh, listeners wanted to follow you online where can they find you and uh, uh, where can they check out the Dothan Eagle yeah please uh, follow us uh, or go you know, look at our website DothanEagle.com on Friday nights as soon as we get the information in and, and our stories written and all the roundup stuff in we put it online so it's on there late Friday night and so check it out there Friday night Saturday whenever please pick up our print edition you know Obviously, we want, we want to make some money, and so we've got a lot of things in the print edition that's not online as well. So either way, we just want you to read our copy and read up what we've got and what we're presenting each week. We work hard to get out the information, and we, we hope you you know will support us on it. Um, on our Twitter, if you want to follow me, it's Eagle Sports Ed, uh, as in Eagle Sports Editor. And um, you know, I, I oftentimes on Friday night I'm working the office you know, compiling all the information that comes in and uh, editing the copy from our writers that are out at the games. And a lot of times I will pass along scores or things from the different games through my Twitter account. So if you want to follow that, that may be a, a good avenue for you as well on Friday night if you're not at the game. All right, sounds good. So go check out Dothan Eagle. Follow John on Twitter for all the uh, latest on high school football. And uh, John, as always, appreciate you coming on the show, and I uh, hope we can do this again sometime down the road. Thank you, Philip. I enjoyed it. All right, and, and as always, thanks to John Johnson for taking the time to come on the show. Uh, always, always fun talking football with John, and I always appreciate him taking the time. I do want to let you guys remind you that you can check out the Death of Wolves on the radio this Friday night at 645, uh, pregame 7 o'clock kickoff when they take on the Enterprise Wildcats in the season opener. For the Dothan Wolves, really looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be an interesting game with them opening up with Enterprise first game, of course, because Dothan's first two games did get canceled. They were scheduled to play at Hoover and Hose Park Crossing last week. So really excited, really excited to get into broadcast booth and hear Jerry and Ken call all the great action of Dothan Wolves football. Make sure to check out the Coaches Show, and if you do miss the Coaches Show on air on 96.9 The Legend, uh, there will be a podcast form of it as well this year, something different from last year, putting out the podcast. So if you missed the show or didn't catch all of it, you can go check out the replay there. So a lot of a lot of fun stuff coming, and like I said, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, rate, and review. You leave a review, I will read it on a future edition of the show you can also find the podcast on the 95.5 WTVY 96.9 The Legend and 106.7 KMX websites and apps very easy to find on the apps you just open up the app podcast right there toward the bottom of the screen very easy to find I will not wait until next Thursday to release the next episode the plan will be Tuesday don't know who's going to be on as my guest uh, but that's the game plan Probably would be Monday, but Monday's Labor Day. So Tuesday, a new podcast will come to you in your uh, whatever podcast catcher uh, you're using or while you're listening uh, to the show. 
Hope everybody has a great weekend. Go check out some high school football. Listen to the Dothan Wolves on 96.9 The Legend this Friday night. And I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Bye-bye.